us, is this the lunch loop? If so, um, we wish to cancel. Um, we do not wish to belong to that or to pay this anymore. Thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to the Lundlude Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the intersection of markets, trading, and life. And this is episode 16 of the Lundlude Podcast. It's hard to believe. It feels like just last week we were at episode 15. Crazy. Uh, so this week I want to talk about Netflix, but not really Netflix. Netflix is going to be my proxy for the topic. Remember, when we talk in the context of the Lung Loop podcast, we're throwing off the shackles of technical analysis. We are doing a brain dump. We are free associating about ideas around markets trading in life. So that's the context you need to listen to this rather short episode in. So we saw Netflix come out with earnings this week and reacted good to earnings. It had been building a base after selling off 75, some 80%, some ridiculous amount. And the focus was where the focus always is. Subscribers. Subscriber growth, subscriber attrition. And they lost 970,000 subscribers in spring, but they're supposedly going to get a million in summer. I don't know. Who, who cares, right? The price action on the stock was good, and that's all that really matters. Now, I mentioned a while back in the Discord and in the daily updates that I bought some Netflix for a long-term hold after it dropped. Uh, I bought some at 218 initially, and I bought some at 220. So uh, I'm back in the money on all of it, uh, some of it, decent chunk. But once again, it's not a trade. This is something I'm putting in my long-term retirement accounts. And I want to talk about the reasoning behind this. Obviously, it's not on a technical basis um, if I'm going to hold it long-term. I mean, your entry can be on a technical basis, but my overall theory is different. So I'm investing in Netflix. And let me just back up real quick. I will manage this position over the next few years. I will write calls against it. I will sell sometimes. Maybe I'll add sometimes. At some point, I may be wrong and I may just have to sell the whole position. Who knows? But the reason that I got into this position is because I don't give a shit about subscriber growth. I really don't. I'm betting on a couple of things. I'm doing like a VC model, right? If you talk to good VCs, they'll say, look, we don't know what the viability of the product that this company wants to build and market is. You never know. I mean, it's very rare that there is an idea that someone says, oh my God, that's such a unique idea. It's guaranteed to be a success. VCs invest in the the team, the, the CEO and the key players. They think, well, they will figure something out. And in the VC world, oftentimes the first, second, third, fourth iteration of what they thought they were going to build is totally different. They thought they were going to build a you know, like I was at Sparkfin as a startup. We were going to build some, uh, it was some list app, right? And then we changed to something else and then we changed to, it ultimately failed. But there's lots of cases where you saw a, a entrepreneurial team uh, go in, they're going to build X. Somehow that doesn't work. So they pivot to Y, they go to A, they go to D, and then that's the success. So here's what I'm betting on. I'm betting on Netflix management. 
I'm betting on their brand, and I'm betting on their scale, meaning their huge, huge subscriber base, and I'm betting on their ability to figure out what the next act is for Netflix. And the, the template that you look at for things like that is, let's say, Google. Google was a search engine at one point. If it was still a search engine, still valued on a search engine, it, the stock would you know, probably have tanked. But Google does everything now, right? They, it wasn't about the search engine. It was about you know, Sergey Brin and Larry, I can't remember, Page, right? And their brain power and all the money that they accumulated from the search business and the scale and the reach and the data and all that. And they used it to do something else. Look at Amazon. Amazon sold books. That's what they started with, books. Now they sell everything. Oh, by the way, they have AWS, which is a massive, massive multi-billion dollar company that they just kind of stumbled into. Look at Microsoft. Remember when people used to value Microsoft on how many PCs were sold because each one was going to have a copy of Windows? Well, Microsoft went sideways for 13 years based on that concept. But then when people started to figure out, oh, wait, they're moving into cloud computing. Oh, that's a whole nother thing their valuation changed. You see it now with Amazon. Amazon's starting to put their foot into, you know, healthcare. So I'm betting long-term that Netflix has the brain power and the management and the execution capabilities. They've got the money, they've got the brand name, and they've got the scale. They've got that built-in subscriber base. Now, the analog to this is Snapchat. Snapchat is a very narrow company. First of all, they've got stories, big whoop. There's no moat around stories. Everybody has stories. And the rest of their business is a messaging app. That's pretty much it. Now contrast that with TikTok, which on the surface looks like the exact same product as Snapchat. But guess what they're doing now? They're starting to encroach upon the music world, right? You watch, you'll start to see TikTok encroach upon the video production world. You might see original products that are just on TikTok, a la Amazon. So that's my long-term bet on Netflix, not whether they're going to get more subscribers this month or next month or whatever. That may cause some short-term volatility, but like I said, this is a long-term uh, play, and I think it's just a, a, a different mindset from that short-term trading, um, and it's okay. It's okay to have a long-term uh, approach to some of your stocks. Uh, it's okay to have a short-term approach to your other stocks as long as you know which strategy you're using with which group of stocks, as long as you manage the risk um, as appropriate for you and your risk tolerance, and as your time frame allows, um, it's perfectly acceptable to do. Um, I would like to repeat that want to be canceled from the Lund loop, whatever you've got me on. Um, if you wish to call and explain what it is, uh, actually, uh, forget that. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got any questions, hit me up at Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at thelunloop.com. I'll see you next time. Bye.